Oh, welcome to episode 141. We're in Luka Doncic's jersey today. Uh, reminder, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. We check out the podcast. Where we get your podcast every Wednesday, 7 a.m. for audio, 11 a.m. video on the Fonse Falco YouTube channel with a bunch of other content. So thank you guys so much for checking out this episode. Let's get right into the intro. That ball is out of here! Out of here! The Mets win the ball game! Stoudemire on the drive. Throws it down! Amari Stoudemire with a season-high 35. Take a team and secure the burger down. Jackson throws. Oh, what a grab! Touchdown, Mark Andrews! It's on the way. Stand by for Titans ball. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slickback Kickback Report. Your home for all things sports and entertainment. Now here's your host, Fon Stefalco. And thank you guys. So much for this episode, titled just Christopher Paul, Christopher Paul, Chris Fraud. I mean, Kevin ripped him last episode. Two, no, it was last episode. Oh, and he lost the NBA playoffs in honor of my favorite ESPN personality, Stu Gotts. I'm going to play this for you here for you guys. This is exactly how I feel about it. So if it loads up. You know what you'll be remembered for most? <laughs> Punching people in the balls. Yeah. The package. The penis. <laughs> the dick. <laughs> the cock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Dan? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Please. <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know. The schlong, Dan. No, you really escalated. The Johnson. <laughs> most known for. The Swigginberries, Dan O. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. The NBA playoffs, so the Suns lost to the Dallas Mavericks. I'm a Knicks fan, but I like Luka a lot. One of the unique players wore 77. How does, before I crush Chris Paul here, and there's another player that I'm going to put in the Hall of Fame because he's crushing Chris Paul. Luka Doncic is so pudgy, the Beluka whale, very doughy, but he's so goddamn good. Oh, the Suns, did the Suns miss out? Undrafted because they drafted DeAndre Ayton instead. Can you imagine Booker and Dantage on the same team? They wouldn't need Chris Paul, that's for sure. Chris Chris Fraud. I'm going to come. That's not the right one. That's Chris Paul. <laughs> that's the one I wanted to use. It's crazy. I can't. I I had the Suns winning, though. It would have been nice for Chris Paul to get it, but guess what? It's Chris Fraud. Not a top five point guard. I said it a couple episodes ago. And I'm here to crush it. I wish Kevin was here on this episode to talk with me. About it because Chris Paul lost in the NBA Finals did nothing, absolutely zilch, nada, nothing, new. No. And DeAndre might leave, by the way, and I think he will leave. But does that make him a bust? Is it? You can make the argument that he could be a bust because he was number one overall pick, not going to get a second contract with that team. No All Star appearances, one Finals appearance. He's pretty good though. I think he will get paid somewhere else. Obviously, the Suns aren't in his future plans. Chris Paul says he's going to run it back. What are you going to run it back for? 37 years old. Is, is this questions about is it health too? Oh, man. Fraud. Yeah. Chris Paul. Fraud. 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 Christopher Dam Paul loses to the Dallas Mavericks. I did not. I had the Dallas Mavericks. Funny as it is, I had the Dallas Mavericks losing in the first round of the Jazz. I did. I thought the Jazz were going to win that one, too. Mavericks maybe had, maybe had a game or two. They're in the Western Conference Finals. If 
Doncic somehow wins the NBA Finals overall, which I'm, it's going to be hard against the Warriors. This is making put him in the GOAT conversation or in the top 75 players. Because if Damian Lillard gets in again, I love Damian Lillard. Then I, I, I think there's an argument for it, too. Take Chris Paul out because he's done zilch, nada, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Get out of here, Christopher. What was, I don't even know his middle name. Christopher, it's probably Francis. Let's take a look at what Chris Paul's middle name is. Chris Paul. Let's see. Christopher Paul. Emmanuel, CP3, more like CP loser. <laughs> Paul's widely regarded as one of the greatest point guards of all time. Nope. Nope. Not even close. Not even close. 12 time All Star, one finals appearance was absolutely nothing. Nada. Zilch. None. You stink. As my mom just texted me, what do I want for dinner? I'm getting a Caesar salad. Was Chris Paul getting for dinner? Nothing. Christopher Emmanuel Paul, please. My goodness. And speaking, I mean, speaking of Chris Paul, though, I'll go to the rest of the NBA playoffs. Patrick Beverly literally woke up at 4.30 in the morning to go on ESPN to crush Chris Paul. And I'll say this, too. I love players like Patrick Beverly. He's the guy you don't want to play against, but you love to have on your team. Beverly's a dog. He's <laughs> Now, I'm going to put him in the Hall of Fame strictly for going on ESPN and crushing Chris Paul. I, uh, I got to find the clip of it, too. I think I have it on my... Here, I think this is one of them right here. Hold on, if I got to find it. He's not lying about man, that. CP can't guard nobody, man. Everybody in the NBA he know that. Guard, everybody he can't know guard that. Anybody. What we call them? Cone. You know what you do with cones? Like when in the summertime, you got a cone. You make a move. What does the cone do? Stay still. Exactly. Yeah. He's a cone. Stop playing, man. I everybody that knows right. that. Everyone knows that. It's just y'all don't want to accept. True. First off, uh, I know a lot of I'm gonna get a lot for this, but you know, I don't really care. They benched the wrong person. Should have benched Chris. Yep. And I'm not saying bench now. Once you see they starting attacking Chris early, and you know that might become a problem later on, you need to see how my team works without Chris in the game. Literally mm-hmm. got on the SPN to crush him. You won, we won, though. Right. So right. You, don't even, you don't even remember that. Right. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so as a coach, you have to understand, like, man, I have to understand they're attacking my main guy. Um, I can't get buckets from him. I have to make an adjustment, whatever that adjustment is. And that's no, no fault against Monty. He's a great coach, coach of the year. But T. Lou? Fraud of the year. If T. Lou's there. Last night. Well, let's be clear here. So, so, so for most of those Suns stars, this was just the second go around. Obviously, for Chris Paul. Who do you mean stars? Well, I'm talking about Devin Booker. Okay, one. DeAndre Ayton. One. Um, Mikael De- Bridges. No, no, no. Let's stop. Oh, I mean, so, so we're let's still stop. just on one. Just Devin Booker. So Devin Booker is. is now, I, put, I put DeAndre Ayton close to it. Mikael Bridges, I will say, is gonna is he definitely is gonna step up to be the next star. I think. I he's he's really good. I think Mikael Bridges. He's really underrated right now, but I think he's going to be all defensive team selection and everything, too. I just love that Patrick Beverly wanted just to, to crush. And you can go on ESPN to find it. It's Patrick Beverly. Just, just look up Patrick Beverly ESPN. That's probably, like, the first thing that's going to pop up. And literally went on with Stephen A. Smith and Mike Greenberg on Get Up and just crushed. He probably, I think he got up at, like, 4.30 in the morning to go on ESPN and do it, too, which is great. Again, I'm officially putting Patrick Beverly in the Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame. That's what I'm going to do. It's great stuff. And that clip earlier was from Stu Gotts, by the way, too. The earlier, my, my favorite Fonz Gotts. That's what, I, that's what I am, too. What happened to the rest of the NBA playoffs? So the Warriors beat the Grizzlies. to be the Warriors and Mavericks in the Western Conference Finals, which that's going to be a very good matchup. Luka uh, versus, like, you know, Steph, Clay, uh, Draymond, too. Um, then you got the East Conference. We'll get, so let's see about the West, though, too. 
I think the Warriors are going to end up winning it, though. I'd probably be in... Honestly, it might be in seven games, I think, too. Mavericks have been proving me wrong for the long to- for a long time now, since well, a long time, since literally round one of the playoffs. This guy, Jalen Brunson, though, he's going to get paid this offseason. Jalen Brunson is going to get paid by somebody. I, maybe the Knicks. He's not bad, though, but he stepped up really nicely. Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber. Again, who do you even know these guys? Not even close. Chris Paul now knows who they are. <laughs> Some of them Chris Paul, but I think the Warriors end up going to be winning this series in seven. Then you go to the East, Celtics versus Heat. The classic rival, Celtics, Miami, Miami, a bunch of guys. It proves that you don't need a tank to be good. Even after the LeBron era was gone, they went out and got after guys. Undrafted guys, Jimmy Butler traded for Kyle Lowry. Guys like Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin or Cody Martin, one of the Martin twins. Dwayne Dedman. I don't know where the hell these guys come from, but the Heat down in their back in the finals versus the Boston Celtics. My arch nemesis, shout out to Alec Walt again. I didn't think the Celtics would make it this far, so I'm going to give credit where credit's due, Alec. Go check out Alec on Down the Box Sports. That's your free plug, plug Alec. <laughs> You're welcome. But this is going to that's going to be also be a good matchup too. I man, the Celtics defense is overwhelming. They beat the Bucks. I don't really want the Celtics to win, but it, it would. I'm going to go with the Heat still in seven. But it won't shock me if the Celtics end up winning that one, too. I don't even know. But when the NBA Finals comes around, then I'll do an NBA Finals preview and everything, too. But, man, the NBA Finals have been a lot of fun. A lot of Game 7. The Game 7s were a little bit more, uh, you know, well, it's not really fun here. But the NBA Finals have been very good so far. A lot surprising. We thought it would be Bucks suns in the Eastern Western Conference Finals. At, at least two of the four teams, we kind of had that prediction. We thought it would be, like, Heat. I thought it was Heat Bucks, And then I think it was, I said, Suns warriors But Celtics, Heat, Warriors, Mavericks, still going to be a lot of fun. I'm all for it. It's going to be good, too. But over everyone else is doing good today. I'm doing good with work. Work's doing good. Um, you can see here I'm running on low energy because I usually take like a 345 train. Um, we're stuck in the building, so I end up taking like a 445 train an hour later. And I got back. I showered. I prepared for the show. And this is going to go up right. It's like 8 o'clock now. I got to go to bed in like an hour and a half or so. And guess what, people? This is going to go right up the next morning, too. So definitely share the podcast. Do whatever. Got on the train, did my notes on the train, too. I finally got a seat. It's a pain in the ass. In the morning, you can get seats. But in the afternoon, in the evenings, it's hard. Now, here's my here's my tip and trick. If you go through the Penn, Penn State, Penn State, Penn Station entrance, too, you go where, like, all the double R tracks are and everything, you walk down to the main gate, whatever, and a lot of people are waiting there to get hunched over. The key you got to do, walk, just keep walking on the platform till the end of the train, because you'll find a lot of single seats. Because there's like this, it's divided in like three seats and on one side and two on the other. But let's be real, people just take one on the two side. That means it's full. And then like the two, the three on the other. Then you do like one on each end and you leave the middle open too. Unless it's like a really packed room with the family or whatnot too. But that's the key, people. All right. If you're on, if you're on Long Island, you're listening. By the way, thank you guys. Go all the way down. Does anybody really care about this part? Probably not. But I'm running on low energy here figure to a quick little episode too, quick mini episode because next week i'm going to get a really good one episode 142 because i'm reporting it i'm going to record it later this week long time uh fan brian cerna i invited him to join on the show and we're going to record it's gonna be a very good episode now if you don't not familiar with brian brian kind of just like he I guess he discovered i guess i guess i consider him like a, a day one fan back when i was with jdf sports of four corners me and mike DeSanto, he always commented on our show from twitch He's a huge wrestling fan. He discovered our podcast kind of out of the out of the blue. You know, I know he's from the Charlotte area, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe he just finished college. I'm not sure exactly where to, but he's a lot younger than me. 
But he discovered me randomly on Twitch because he was looking up like wrestling podcasts and he found us. And he commented on my show all the time, commented on all the other JDF shows, followed Slickback Kickback, listened to the episodes there. So, Brian, if you're listening, there's your shout out there too. And when we move over to Review and Preview, he followed us over there too. So, he's been a longtime fan of my content. And I was like, you know what? On my list of guests that I want to reach out to, I'm like, you know what? Brian's got to make an appearance on the show. So, next week, 142, next Wednesday, well, then this comes out a week from today. You're going to get the episode 142 with Brian, and uh, it's going to be a good one. So definitely check that out, too. Again, click by Kickback Report, wherever you get your podcasts on audio, the video versions on Fonz Falco. Some people like video podcasts. Some don't. If you want to check out the video one, go right ahead. Fonz Falco, subscribe to the channel. And also, too, this Friday, I'm going to get another video. Like I said, Wednesdays are going to be podcast only. Mondays or Fridays, you're going to get non-podcast YouTube videos, whether it's like NFL content, NBA some wrestling stuff, something out of the ordinary or whatever, either. Or maybe even a podcast clip Monday or Friday. Maybe sometimes both. So you're going to definitely get something on Friday. Again, Fonz Falco on the YouTube channel. If you're already watching this and you're right here, just, just subscribe to the channel. And why haven't you done that? So it's a lot of good stuff coming out. So it's, it's going to be it's gonna be really good, too. Um, so thank you for that, too. I guess, I mean, so there's another playoffs going on, too. And I haven't really talked a lot of hockey. And I've said this for, gosh, I don't even know how long I, I've even said this for, too. I never really got into hockey growing up. I had a lot of friends who were kind of into hockey. And then when I got to college, there was a lot more hockey fans because, again, I went to school by Buffalo, so a lot of, like, hockey fans big time, too. And as I've gotten older, I discovered a lot more hockey fans, too, and it's I've been covered a lot more. Again, I never really got into it. I just say the team that I root for is the New York Rangers because they play in the same arena as the Knicks. I just want to be simpler for me. People saying, why don't you pick the Islanders? I'm like, I'm like, ah, well, you know, if they had a basketball team there and I was a fan of them, I'd do it. I didn't want to just jump on a certain team. I figured Rangers made sense because they play at the Knicks ring. I said it a few years ago. Uh, they're doing good, too. They just won game seven. Again, this is you hockey here is going to be like, this guy clearly has no idea what he's talking about. Uh, so, yeah, clearly. They just won, though, in game seven against the Pittsburgh Penguins. In game seven, overtime, which was, I will say, I watched a little bit of what was going on there. That was electric. The crowd must have been crazy, too. I would love to get tickets for that, but tickets are probably ridiculously, ridiculously expensive. And I say it every year that I'm going to try to get into hockey. Maybe next year I'll get into it a little bit more, more maybe do some more hockey content. Again, I have no idea a lot about hockey. I really don't. Do not look to me as the hockey knowledge guy. However, I will. The only knowledge maybe I have is the jerseys, and I'll tell you if they're good or not. Maybe I'll do a, a YouTube video on hockey jerseys down the line or something, too, because, again, I am a Jersey guy. You might get some Jersey videos on the YouTube channel as well, too. But I, I'm, I'm so I'm like, I'm kind of following it a little bit. I know a little bit. I know the Florida Panthers are really good, obviously. The Rangers are playing the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't know what to, listen. Again, I don't know what the hell is going on in hockey. Panthers are playing the Lightning. I know Lightning's in Tampa Bay, which is weird. I wouldn't expect two Florida teams to be this good at hockey. You wouldn't expect it. You, you, I expected more Canadian teams. I know there's the Calgary Flames. Flames. And the Edmonton Oilers. See, I know the names. Two Canadian teams, at least, are in there, too. And then you got, like, uh, Avalanche. Colorado Avalanche versus St. Louis Blues. So, say I know these matchups. So, just from the base of the names. Also, I'll say, not names. I'll say Rangers win this one against the Hurricanes. Uh, let's just say six games. Why not? Her Panthers versus Lightning. I'm going to say the Panthers. Because they are um, the Levitarchos, and I'm a huge fan of them. They're Panthers fans. So, I'm going to go with that in Tampa Bay with the line. They already won with Tom Brady, so I'm just going to associate with them. They, they, they just won, too. So, I'm going to go Panthers. You know what? Panthers with the sweep. Again, do I have any idea what I'm talking about? Not even close. Now, based on the West, let's go Avalanche versus Blues, right? Avalanche versus Blues. Um, based on the name alone, I like the name Colorado Avalanche better. So, let's go with the Colorado Avalanche winning six. And the Calgary Flames versus the Edmonton Oilers. I saw the Calgary Flames logo and the uniforms. 
I don't like it. So I'm going to go with the Edmonton Oilers to win this one in a four-game series because it's simply because of the jerseys. Now, do I have any idea what's going on in hockey? Not even close. That is my that is based off my stand. That's my predictions for hockey. Nothing at all. I know nothing about hockey. Take that as you will. Whatever, too. Sports, sports, sports. This is going to be a shorter episode today, I just realized, too. This is kind of thrown together, too, because there's a lot of... Because last week we had Kevin on, which is a good episode. You should check it out. And Brian is next week, too. Um, there's a little bit of a filler here, too. Again, solo episodes, whatever with guests and everything, too. A lot of stuff. Again, we've talked about this on Four Corners. I know I'm going I'm going all over the place here. Uh, we should check out Mondays, 7 o'clock. Me, Mike Zano, and Albert Doner. He was, they were on the past episode, which was really good. Uh, Rick Flair is apparently coming back in wrestling now here's the thing rick flair is 70 bleeping six years old all right the problem with that now this again rick flair i would say is one of my top favorite wrestlers of all time i will say he's he's probably my top five i say love rick flair big fan he's been teasing this in-ring return for a while and to be honest i am very worried because, again, he's 76 bleeping years old, and he's went through so much. I don't think he should take a bump. I'm I'm nervous watching. Apparently, he's going up against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which, again, didn't know he was still wrestling. Um, I'm worried. I'm worried. I just never thought I'd talk about Ric Flair wrestling in 2022. Then, again, I didn't think Steve Austin would be in a match a couple of weeks ago at WrestleMania, and Vince McMahon in a match as well. And again, I also didn't expect Daniel Bryan to be back in wrestling and then Edge back in wrestling too. My whole childhood is coming back up. Sting too, I'll also count that. But am I a little, am I a little worried? Just, just a tad. That's just how I feel. Just a tad. Just a little bit too. Oh my gosh. But that's, it, it, so he's, I don't even know. I think it's in like an independent promotion or something too. He wanted to go to like a certain company. I know WWE definitely would not want him, want him back for wrestling purposes at least. Um, that's definitely one. Uh, Impact, no. AEW, probably no. Uh, New Japan, no. They won't do that. So I I, I just think it's... Ow. I hit my freaking shit on the desk, too. By the way, first time episode in a while I've done it in this setting, too. Which is uh, crazy to think about. But I'm, I'm a little worried, not gonna lie. No cap. No front. No nothing. I'm trying to think... Oh, I think another recent wrestling news just happened, too. Uh, so apparently on, apparently on raw, uh, like literally at this time last night. So well, this comes out Wednesday. So Monday night, um, during an episode, May 16th episode of raw banks and Naomi, Sasha banks and Naomi, who were at the time, or I don't know if they still are technically, uh, women's tag team champions. I think they're still champions. Uh, so on raw, they literally reportedly walked out after a meeting with Vince McMahon due to creative dispute. WWE released an official statement in which the company stated Banks and Naomi walked into WWE talent relation John Laurinaitis' office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk, and walked out. The two originally booked for the show's main event, which had to be reworked. Now, here's the thing. I, they're both definitely talented. Banks, obviously, one of the best female wrestlers. Uh, Naomi, I've always said, was severely underrated. I think, you know, give Naomi a chance. I completely agree. She's very talented, and it's right there. You can put her in the bloodline. She's married to, I believe it's uh, Jey Uso. Right there. And Jey Uso, and the Usos are working with Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief, Bloodline, SmackDown. You know the whole deal, too. Now, people are saying, I love how wrestling fans will always say, like, oh, is it a work? Is it a work? I don't know if it's a work or not. I'm not sure if it's work. I think it's legit because... 
this isn't the first time Sasha Banks has kind of done this before. She's kind of walked out before on certain things and left and teased of leaving by like changing her name from Sasha Banks to her real name on Instagram and little things like that. So I think what they'll probably do is let her walk, I guess, and then come back in a couple of months because she's again, she's done this before with Naomi. I don't think they would want to let her walk. Because you can easily, because of Jay Uso, I think, and working with Roman Reigns, and you can do the bloodline there too. And if she leaves, like oh Naomi, Jay is going to be very unhappy, and in return Jimmy's going to be unhappy, and Roman's going to be unhappy too. So I think if you just, I think what you do, because with the creative, and I agree, the women's tag team division, or even if you even call it a division at this point, because it's just two random. Like Mike makes a joke, it's two random wrestlers that literally. Put together and put them in a tag team. Now, I don't mind that necessarily it works, but it can't be every single champion. So at least with Naomi, just put her in the bloodline. Just throw her in there when it's on, on SmackDown, at least with Reigns and the Usos. That'd be perfect, too. And Sasha Banks, let her do her thing. She's done this before, and we'll definitely see her back. But look, I just want to quickly look at the women's tag team history since it first came out. The first one, the Boston Hug connection, that made sense because Sasha Banks and Bailey were longtime friends and they were always like a team together. And when when before the titles even became a thing, people thought, oh, if the women's tag team division was a thing, you would put Banks and Bailey, despite them being main eventers and top stars in their division, you could put them in a tag team because they're such good friends. Next team, the Iconics again, that made sense. They were very, they were a good team together. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, not to, not so much. Because they were never really, they were became they became random wrestlers together. After that, the Kabuki Warriors with Asuka and Kari Sane, I wish that lasted longer. I wish that I wish Kari Sane was still in the company. That worked together because they gave them a legit name together. After that, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross again, two wrestlers. You put them in together. Bailey and Sasha Banks. That allowed that because they were obviously they were always together. Nia Jackson, Shayna the Baszler, random pairing made no sense. Asuka and Charlotte Flair, random pairing. You just want to put a title on Charlotte Flair. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler again. Throw them in together. Natalia and Tamina, again, random. Nikki Ash, which is Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley, throw them together. <laughs> Literally. Carmella and Queen Zelina, again, throw them together. Sasha Banks and Naomi, they were part of Team Bad, so it kind of works. I'll give it sort of a pass. But majority of these, these female wrestlers literally are singles by themselves, and you just put them together, too. The same can't be said for the NXT Women's Tag Teams. I want to go with that to the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Now, this one is a little more different. They're not. It's a little bit. It hasn't been that long. It's only been a year. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. They were always teaming together. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart throwing them together. Uh, the Way with Candice LeRae and Indy Hardwell. They were a team, obviously. Eos Shirai and Zoe Stark. I don't remember if they were a team. I don't think so. Toxic Attraction. Legit team. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, legit team, only had a three-day reign, which made no sense. Then Toxic Attraction again. So NXT, they're doing it a little bit better, at least. With NXT 2.0, which is still very weird to me to say for NXT 2.0 with that whole colors and everything. Bring back bring back the black and gold NXT. I'm going to come. Yeah. Ah, what a good time, too. Wrestling, right? Isn't wrestling, isn't wrestling great, too? Is this going to be a short episode? This is going to be a short. This is just filling out anything at this point, too. Um, actually, you know what? I'll talk about what the YouTube video is going to be so you can get a little teaser, too. I'm a big fan, obviously, of 2000s football, 2000s NFL. And there's a lot of players, you know, like a lot of different superstars, you know, you know, with the top stars like Randy Moss, Danian Tomlinson, Tom Brady, who's still playing now. You know, example, like that, top stars in 2000s. We all remember for their iconic teams. Tomlinson with the Chargers, Moss with the Vikings and Patriots, you can say. 
Brady with the Patriots and one not to. And there's a lot of them that you can think of too. And even some non high up stars, some lower ones too, like maybe fan favorites that you remember. This list is going to be 15 guys that you forgot played for a certain team. I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler. And I'll give you, I'll give you a spoiler on one of those teams. Let me pull them up because I have the list. I have the show. Sheet. I'm going to record it probably tomorrow when I get home from work. So I'll pull it up here. So I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of a teaser on one of them too. Again, this is just me. This is the point of the episode where I'm just rambling on, literally rambling on and on and on because I don't even know where I'm going to go at this point with this shorter episode again. But it's going to be a fun episode, right, boys, boys and girls. Females listen to this show too, right? I think so. I'll give you. All right, so one of the teasers. Did you know? That Devin Hester played for the Baltimore Ravens. That's a tease. Like players like that in the 2000s, 2010s, maybe you forgot played for a certain team. So little things like that. So that's going to be really fun. I can't wait to do the video. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys are going to absolutely love it too. And you guys are absolutely love next week's episode with Brian too. We're probably a little bit longer than this one. Again, this was just more of a recap of what's going on. Uh, a fraudulent Chris Paul fraud, which I didn't even go that much. Um, Again, it's a short episode because Chris Paul's short. Okay, thank you guys so much for checking out this short episode of Slickback Kickback Report. Reminder, episodes every Wednesday at 7 a.m. audio, 11 a.m. video version. You can check out the podcast where you get your podcast, whether it's, uh, uh, wow, Spotify, TuneIn, Google, Apple, you know the whole deal. YouTube, Fonz DeFalco. You can check me out on TikTok, by the way, Fonz DeFalco. I'm doing an NBA Street V3 series and other videos on there as well. You should definitely check out. They are a lot of fun, so please bless up. Check them out for me. That'd be great. Follow me on Instagram, Fonz DeFalco. Follow the Instagram page for your Slickback Kickback Report. Why don't you also follow Four Corners on Instagram? Four Corners underscore RP. You should definitely check that out too. Everything's down in the link tree below. I would greatly appreciate it if you supported everything with the brand. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much again for checking out this, again, shorter episode. Back to regularly longer episodes later on. Again, it's just kind of a throwing in because I want to be consistent with the Wednesday shows. Again, Wednesdays, podcast, Monday or Friday or sometimes both, a YouTube video. And I will catch you guys next time. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Oh, and have a good day, night, evening, whenever you're watching or listening to this podcast. And I'll say it again. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Slickback Kickback Report. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review. Tell a friend. Tell five friends. Your support will always be appreciated here on the Slickback Kickback Report.